What's going on, everybody, and welcome, welcome, welcome back to another installment of the Opinionated Brother Podcast. I couldn't even say my own damn podcast. <laughs> the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, and of course, this is no episode. This is the after dark. Hey, in the whip solo, no one's gotta know. No. Yeah, come on now. Welcome to the After Dark uh, TLB After Dark show, episode 83, I believe. Um, we are on episode 83. Uh, welcome, everybody, um, to the first time and last time listeners. Audio League, we appreciate you for coming in. Uh, thank you to all of those who are on Patreon right now. If you would like to join our Patreon uh, live streaming of the live recording of the uh, podcast, will go on our Patreon page. So if you would like to come and engage with me, um, really, really, it's mad crazy, <laughs> right? If you would like to come and engage with me, um, please join our Patreon for just $5. You get exclusive content like this. Uh, we're coming tomorrow uh, on Thursday with our live Q&A session uh, for Thursday. So I'm really, really excited about that. Uh, so we'll get some questions together for that. If you'd like to text us um, any opinions or topics that you want us to discuss, please hit us up, uh, 313-479-7664 with any topics, reviews, questions, concerns that you have for the TOB podcast and the TOB After Dark. Uh, we appreciate you again. If you would like to join our Patreon and engage with some of the patrons that we have now, you know what I'm saying, who are live right now with us, um, then please come on in, uh, come to the TAC family and join. Uh, also, we also have my other podcast, the R&B and Chill podcast, which will be here every Monday uh, around 10 o'clock before the actual episodes drop at 2. So you can come in and join, and we can rock out to some great R&B music. Uh, I know for the next episode, um, I'm really going to do a New Jack Swing type of an episode. Gotta give... Uh, pay homage to uh, the, the the great Teddy Riley, um, who, who gave us. Now, now we found love. What are we gonna do? Oh, we did. You know, like he man was man was a revolutionary. Um, but listen, I, I hope everybody's having having a good week so far. Um, it's been a good week this week. Just has to get on my nerves. It's getting hot. <laughs> um, it's been a good week so far. My my. I know my, my locks are looking good. These are starter locks, by the way. Right? I have starter locks in my hair. Um, it's really been a great type of... I, re, I really haven't talked about um, my hair uh, transition in a while. You understand what I'm saying? Because um, a lot of people knew, know me just with short hair. Right? So people watching me now who know me and 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 seeing this transformation of my hair... I'm just like, y'all, let me say that right now. Like, this is just as new for you as it is for me. You understand? Like, I always wanted to grow up my hair, right? It was always a thing like, okay, if I grow up my hair, what would I do with it, right? How do I maintain? How do I, um, or, you know, how do I maintain after I grow it to a certain length that I wanted to? Do I get it dreaded? Do I get it braided? Do I um, try different styles? Do I just let it be a fro? Does my hair have, you know, this term called shrinkage that I didn't know anything about? Like, it was a lot of shit, right? And I think during the pandemic, like, as, as soon as 
the corona hit, it was like, it was like, yo, the barbershops are closed, and especially in Grand Rapids at the time, right? I'm in Grand Rapids, and if you ever lived in Grand Rapids, shout out to everybody in Grand Rapids, shout out to my peoples in Grand Rapids and everything, but they know this too, <laughs> right? And this ain't, this ain't um, uh, new, right? It's only a few select, <laughs> select few barbershops that are appeasing and appeasing to the black male hairline. You understand what I'm saying? Like, only a few, right? Like, I've been in situations too many to count where I've been in a chair and I know what my hairline is because me and my hair have gone through it. You understand what I'm saying? Because I've cut my hair before when times got tough. Still do it, right? Um, Learn how to cut, line myself up, right? I can line myself really, really well. Cut myself, I'm still getting, you know, used to that. But line myself up, I can get do really, really well. Um, But... And I think in that, I've become, like, a little biased with my hair now. So, like, now I was like, I don't want nobody to touch my line, right? Especially now that I have my hair, right? I, I, I can do that. I can touch my line. I can, I can, you know, these these sideburns that look like wolf patches. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's things that I can do that I'm scared for somebody to touch now, right? Because back then, like, we had trusted barbers. Like, even my trusted barber back in Grand Rapids, like, I, in my mind, I know he's been cutting my hair for, like, four years. Like, before I left and came to New York, he was cutting my hair since, like, what, 20, 20, like, 2017, right, 2016, something like that. Like, he was cutting my hair for a long time. And so, you know, he was trusted, right, trusted barber. But I'm like, even now, I don't know if I want to attack my hair. You know what I'm saying? And... I think for a long time, uh, when I when I started to grow my hair out in February, um, it wasn't even February. I just got a, a high top, right? I just let my hair kind of grow out, cut my sides, you know what I'm saying? The 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 the, the regular regular, you know, like curls with the you know, with the with the sponge and shit. Yeah, all that shit, you know. And by March, when the pandemic really, you know, took its toll, it was like, okay, I'ma just grow this shit out. And at this point, I would put my hat on so I had like a lot of matted hair not well not matted hair I don't want to put it like that but it was very compressed you understand what I'm saying I remember asking my friend Chantel my sister like yo can you do something with this like I know this looks like craziness can you do something like if I wash it kind of detangle it a little bit can you do something all right cool she put these little braid twists in my hair first time I felt, I was like, oh, shit, I got bread, oh, shit, like, my shit can, you know, twist to the back, I'm like, all right, how'd you, I, I got length a little bit, like, I remember last year, when I was, like, my, my tips came, like, to, like, the back of my neck, like, right here, came, like, to the back of my neck, like, maybe not even, like, the tip was touching my neck, right, and I'm knowing that, like, I'm trying to shake my tips and shit. I'm sitting there just like, ooh, shaking my tips. Like, I'm thinking I'm thinking I got hair. Like, I, I, I don't have, I got hair, but I don't have, you know, the hair that I have now, right? And so, I would just have my sister just do my hair every time, every, maybe like every two weeks, right? Every two, three weeks, you know, give me a, give me a, a twist, a twist, a protective style just to protect my hair because I didn't want to do nothing with it. 
right? My thing is, and, and, and I'm like that. Like, I've had to learn for real, for real over these last um, six to eight months. Like, okay, nigga, you're going to have to treat your hair, right? It's not to say you're about to learn to do your hair, which you will soon. But, my nigga, can you put a little oil, put a little... Put a little water in me, you know what I'm saying? And and it, and during that process, it, it taught me how to love my hair, right? Because honestly, I have to give it to the pandemic. Like it allowed me to stay my ass in the house and really not have nobody see me go through the struggle, the struggle phases of 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 growing out my hair. Y'all know them struggle phases. You feel me? You got the little tips and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, as my grandma and my mama call them the little roaches in your hair and shit like that. Like nobody trying to. You know, fuck with that shit, right? Nobody wanna. They like, yeah, I don't. But those are the growing pains, right? And for me, those wasn't growing pains. Like I enjoy this process, and I still enjoy this process, right? I enjoy this process because with something new, I love to learn, right? This is something new. This is something I low key been wanting to do. So I had to go through the growing pains, you know, the ups and the downs. Like I remember when I when I took out my hair for the first time and I saw Afro and I was like, <gasps> and I was about to go out and my hair was just like Afro samurai up in this bitch. And I was just like, oh shit, this shit look hype. Like it was, it was really, really like a real fro. I looked like my grandma back in the seventies because she had this beautiful fro um, that she would rock. And then there's a picture of it. And I just looked at it just like, grandma, I sent her a picture like, yo, this reminds me of you. And it was a nice little, you know, fro like this, you know, nice little, you know, something like that. Not, not too not too crazy, you know, something of the medium perspective, right? And so, again, kept, you know, putting my, my, my hair in protective styles, you know, twists and all that good stuff. And um, I had Bev, you know, really just... Do the same thing, like protective styles, twists, braids, all of that good stuff. And she really put me on to a lot of, um, you know, better hair care tips, better hair care treatments, right? You understand what I'm saying? So I believe in, in just her coming into my picture, uh, my hair is falling in love with her. You understand what I'm saying? Because when she came in, she just brought like new, you know, all right, try this oil, try that, you know, try this, you know what I'm saying? Because my hair is very, it is, it is, how do I call it? It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like Cookie Monster and Pac-Man put together. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it absorbs so much shit. Like, you really have to make sure my hair is mad moisturized, right? Because if it's not, if you wash my hair, and you let that bitch sit, oh, it's a wrap. <laughs> like, it's done. You're going to have to do my hair while it's kind of damp. Because my hair will literally, like, suck. <laughs> Pause. But, like, will literally absorb that moisture in the hair, in my hair, and just, like, clink. And my hair curls. It has a deep curl pattern. Right? A deep one. I remember Bay was like, yo, let's... We should do some bands when I was with your hair one time. I was like, I'm down. But now that I got my hair locked, so we'll probably do it later, you know, sometime during the summertime, you know, maybe for a photo shoot or whatnot. But I'm saying, like, learning my hair, learning what my hair means to me, learning what my hair brings me. You understand what I'm saying? I've, I've learned a lot more patience. I've learned a lot more 
loving my black skin, loving who I am as a man just um, and as a human being. You understand what I'm saying? Learning more about black hair, what dress like. I'm in the, I, I don't know if I told y'all when I went to go get this done, right? Uh, last week. I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but let me say this again. Uh, <laughs> let me say that I empathize. I ain't even spark this. Hold on, y'all. I'm just saying, talking. Because I missed y'all. You understand what I'm saying? I missed y'all. You understand what I'm saying? I was damn near talking for 12 minutes, been on live for about 18. Like, I missed y'all. You understand what I'm saying? But listen, if it was my first time going to the shop. Right, first time ever going to a salon, okay, to do my hair, to get my hair done ever. Now, I've been to a barbershop. Barbershops are my are my thing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, go up in there, get the line, get the fresh cut. Like, all my pictures, fresh cuts, right? Never really had pictures up until this past year, you know, uh, up until this year, from last year to this year, right, for a year, that I've had my hair grow out the way it has been, right? I've tried numerous times. And and anybody would tell you, like, if they know me, I don't like to let my hair grow out past, like, my ear, right? Like, I ain't like my hair touching my ear, especially the inside of my ear. Oh, man, I will act a fucking fool. Like, it'll be bad. So... Bev's brother was like, you know, you know, I'm going to get re, you know, retwisted, and um, he was wondering if I wanted to go get locked because my hair was at a, a, a great enough length to lock it in, and I've always wanted dreads. Like my dad had dreads, my brother has dreads, my uh, my other brother wants dreads. I don't know if his wife will let him get dreads. Angel, let let that man get get the mohawk dreads. Stop playing. <laughs> um, but. Um, yeah, like, I get, we, we, we get to the place, we, we get to the place, now, mind you, this is in Queens, right, this is on 233, right, shout out to Queens, but this is in Queens, right, and, and they're in the Bronx, right, so they're on 152nd, and it's just like, oh shit, that's a long way, as, as a, as a non-New Yorker, that's a lot, you understand what I'm saying, because now I'm on 103rd, so thinking, <laughs> I immediately just think about the train ride. I'm like, oh my God, that's going to be right there. But okay, no problem. We know we get there. We didn't take a train. He has a car. Thank God. You know, we leave, get there. Our appointment is at one. Okay. Now, shout out to Miss Claudia, like I said, who did my hair. Um, because she's a beast, right? She's beastie. You understand what I'm saying? My hair still looks good after a week and a half. Right? Still looks great. I can see, you know, some of the hairs popping up, but still looks amazing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, she parted my shit with amazing ease. Right? We go up in there. Well, it's maybe like 105, 110. And she has about six heads. Maybe five. Five heads in front of us. Right? Five heads. And I'm sitting there like, uh-huh. okay. So uh, Bev's brother gets his hair washed first. I get my hair washed first. Condition, yeah, yeah. I don't know how long my hair was conditioned. <laughs> yeah, my hair was conditioned at least for the 
like four hours, five hours, right? Because she had people in the chair. She's the only one working, right? Actually, literally, like, retwisting and dreading people, you know, mostly retwisting people, basically. And she's fast as fuck with it, right? Don't get me wrong. She's fast as fuck. But it was just a lot of heads, right? And so my ass started to get, I started to get, you know, irritated. I didn't eat. I didn't have nothing in my stuff. Like, I was just like, okay, do I reschedule? Do I, I, I don't want to reschedule because I'm here with my boy, with my bro. I'm not trying to go nowhere. He already here. We already got our hair washed. It's too fucking late now. <laughs> we here now. So, you know, after damn near four or five people get, get you know, get in, my bro, he gets his, he's, he's about to get retwisted, yada, yada, yada. He get retwisted. I get in the chair about 8.30. We didn't leave that motherfucker until about 10.25, 10.30. I'm not even kidding you. Like, once we got in the car, that, that time said 10.24, I'm thinking. And I'm like, yo... Yo, I'm sitting there like, what in the blue fuck? I was just like, black women, women all across who go to the lives, I'm so sorry, right? Like, don't get me wrong, I've been to, to you know, sit in salons, which I don't like doing because that is, that, is that is a whole day's work. We, we should have got paid for getting our hair done. Yes, like, like for real. You understand what I'm saying? Like, we should have got paid for getting our hair done. Like, like I said, she was beastie, but the fact that she was the only one working, I'm like, where is everybody? Right? Of course, pandemic. She can't pay a lot of people, you know. And um, I got, like I said, it was, it was a, it was a process. Now the thing about it was, like I said before, my hair is tough, right? My hair is very, very tough. And so when she Whatever she used, right, because she's Jamaican, right? So she was like, yo, I have a daughter. I have my daughter who has the same hair texture you have, right? Like I said, my hair is very tough, very coily, very curly, right? Even my beard is like that. My beard cannot straighten for real. Like, I have a beard straightener, and it'll straighten, but will absorb the beard oil, the beard balm that I give it, and it'll immediately go back immediately go back to um coiling up that's why sometimes it looks so rough and scruff because it's like it goes straight back it's it's so it's so fucking weird so she was like okay no problem I, I know how to do this now mind you nobody and i repeat nobody not even Bay, has gotten a comb through my hair like butter when i tell you Every time, from Chantel to Bev, those are the only two women that have touched my hair to do my hair. They have never gotten a comb through my hair. They've had to, you know, whoop, 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 comb it out, comb those knots out. You understand what I'm saying? And so she had this green guacamole-looking type oil butter bomb in my hair. When I tell you that same cone I be trying to knot up ran through my shit like, but I said, oh my God, we need, what is that? You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, yo, and of course she makes it herself. You know, this is, I'm like, yo, this is heaven. 
You understand what I'm saying? I was like, oh, this is this that shit right there. This that shit. She she did an amazing job, right? And I and at first I thought me and baby thought like she was gonna do these thicker, but in order for them to grow as I want them to, they have to be like this so she can make them, you know, or bring them together and everything like that. So I love my hair, man. It's 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 been a great hair journey, right? It's been a great hair journey. I'm only like a year in, you know, and, and I'm already here. You understand what I'm saying? Like I, I I can literally attest from going to short hair to this hair in a year. And I'ma post a picture, um, because when the lady, you know, took out my um my twist after I after I washed my hair, they, you know, twisted my hair, you know, so I could go. Once they took out my twist and she just let my hair go, it was just like, right, it was like, I was like, oh, yo, I look like, I look like something from the Jeffersons or something from the 70s, you feel me, like, I was like, oh, this shit is long, bro, like, if I, if we were to straighten my hair like Prince, my hair would be long as hell. I have more hair than some of you hoes out here. Come on now. I'm just saying. Turn the fuck up. <laughs> um, we got a few stories to talk about, of course. Because um, we got to get into them. Let's get into Papa John's. Lord have mercy. Now, I got a lot of requests. <laughs> I got a lot of requests to talk about this story. Um, one, because I used to work at Papa John's. Right. Um, if you if you've been to Grand Valley and we have a Grand Valley story, too, this is all going to intertwine, too. Um, <clears throat> so I used to work in Papa John's at Grand Valley. I was a manager and everything like that. I worked there probably most of my uh, my my undergrad career, you know, basically from like sophomore year up until my senior year. Um, I worked there. Right. And so. um and they just left, of course, because John Schneider said the N-word through conference calls and everything like that, right? We we know why, right? John Schneider stepped down from um, being the CEO of Papa John's because of those, because of saying the N-word. And um, when that happened, they literally pulled Papa John's from a lot of campuses, including Grand Valley, right? And so um, <laughs> what's so funny now about this story is that John Schneider literally went on an interview or did an interview and said that basically he's been trying to get the N-word, excuse me, damn it, <laughs> the N-word out of his vocabulary for 20 months now. <laughs> and I think the general consensus that everybody has been having or the general question that everyone has been asking about this is my my dog. How how long has this shit been in your vocabulary, right? It's taking twenty months, and you're still working on it. You know, um, but it's funny how things are working out because a lot of white people are getting exposed, right? We're going to talk about Pierce Morgan in a minute. Well, let's just go into him. A lot of white people are getting exposed, like Pierce Morgan, right? Pierce Morgan is mad because, first of all, Meghan Markle don't want your whole ass. First of all, Meghan Markle is is young and pretty. What would she do with somebody like you? 
Right now, Pierce Morgan went on Good Morning Britain and decided that he, again, wanted to disrespect and discredit Meghan Markle. And shout out to the weatherman because he will be getting our MVP of the week this week off the rip uh, for defending her, for coming to her aid, honestly, and not and, and putting Pierce Morgan in his old ass British place. You understand what I'm saying? Like, just because she curved you does not mean you have the wherewithal to say what you want to say just because you have the platform to do so. You understand what I'm saying? It just don't work like that. Right? And so the weather dude was just like, yo, you, we've known for for a long time now that you, you don't fuck with Megan. You say it on every show that you don't fuck with Megan. Has she said anything about you or anything disrespectful to you? I think not. So why do you continue? That nigga left his show. Now, one thing that I think every person who has a podcast, a show, whatever, that has said what they said, when you feel that you are being constructively criticized by your peers, and you can't handle the heat, it's like, bro, don't walk off your show because you because you can't handle it. Because walking off saying, oh, he's right. Oh, he's definitely right, which we already know he's right. But like, bro, you going to walk off? Oh, that's pussy. That's mad pussy of you. But that's what I expect from somebody like you who continues to slander a woman who who did not want you, Pierce. Who wants you? Your neck look like a rooster. A rooster's neck. My nigga, who want? Come on, dog. Talking about we went to the pub a few years ago and got a drink. Nigga, y'all got a drink. You thought you was about to get some nookie? She didn't want you. She did not want you at all, my nigga. I'm just, I'm just like, yo, you mad because she really curved you. You mad because she curved you. Papa John's mad because his peoples over at, at, at the corporation are literally taking a stand and saying, yo, you can't be using that type of language. We got too much money invested in niggas. Like Shaq is here. He don't fuck, like, that's Shaq. Like, like, that's my thing. Like, I didn't want Shaq to to, to to partner with Papa John's. But when you step down as CEO and be like, or when your board basically votes you out, because it's not even a step down. It was basically like a vote out. But step down is the good media word now. Um, when you really get kind of voted out, I'm just a legend. When you get kind of voted out of your of your position, because of the old rhetoric that does not have any type of say so or meaning in this in this country now or it shouldn't, right? Um, and they and they honest and they honestly know where their money goes. You know, you know, you done fucked up. Talking about oh, well, I don't know why my my executives thought I'm just a racist and everything. Like my nigga, you say the word nigga. You look like you say the word nigga. Nigger, I'm sorry. With the ER. Not nigga. Nigga. You might say both. You might say both. 
And it's just a, it's just a, a, a weird thing when white people feel the heat, right? They don't like conflict or resolution at that matter. They don't like neither one. Conflict, resolution, mm. accountability, oof, they don't even know account. They know accounts. Ability, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's kind of foreign to them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> Pierce is mad because a woman didn't want him. John Snyder is mad because <laughs> you got kicked out of your position for saying a word that you shouldn't be saying, honestly. And honestly, it, it, the fact that it's taking, you're working, you're still working on it after 20 months. I'll give you a 1% credit on that, that you're working on it after 20 months, but I don't believe you. You understand what I'm saying? I don't believe that you're working on it. Um, that's not, that's definitely not something that I believe. Uh, but, you know, if you saying that you're working on it, but then, okay, uh, 20 months is not, if, if, if you're working on it for 20 months, then it's been in your vocabulary since you've been a baby money and you still ain't got it, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Help me out. What makes you say that word so much? And don't sit here and say, don't sit here and retract it like, oh, what makes you say that word so much? No, 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 no. I have the ability and the right. You don't. Because if I say the word in the full scale of black people, black people will be like, what up, my nigga, my nigga, not nigga, my nigga, right? You say anything with the NG, uh, the GA or the, uh, the GER, you're liable to probably get popped, smacked, hurt. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, so I just want to know what what makes you guys say that so much? I mean, that question of the week. What makes white people say the word nig? And it can and it can be either N, it can be G G A or G G E R. What 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 provides you to say it? Right? What what makes you say it? Have you been given the the unofficial card by your by your black friends? Uh, have you been given permission by them? Do you feel like you don't need permission? And you can just do what the fuck you want to do because we say it. I want to know. I'm curious. Very curious. Um, speaking of <laughs> black folks, interestingly enough, I told y'all we were swinging back to Grand Valley because they seem to want some attention. So I'm going to give it to them, right? Shout out to my alma mater. Um, so Chris Paul, as, as we know, Black History Month was, was last, was last uh, February. Shout out. Shout out to Women's Inter uh, International Day. That was a couple days ago. And Women's History Month. I want to shout out to all my uh, lady podcasters out there, lady creators, all my uh, my babies, mamas, mamas. You feel what I'm saying? All the mamas, mamas. Uh, but no, shout out to all the women for real um, that I know and love that are out there grinding, whether I know you or not. Um we wouldn't be here without y'all. And I will continuously say that. I will always sit here and say, men can't push out or give birth. Can't push out babies at all. So 
really without y'all, we would not be here. Just saying. Just saying. So, back to Grand Valley. So, Chris Paul um, had an HBCU uh, jacket on his, you know, on, right? On his back. <laughs> and as we saw, it, it was it was doped in a lot, um, doped in a lot of packages, uh, patches, I'm sorry, packages, patches um, of, of amazing HBCUs. And then as we look more to the left of the jacket, his right, um, I saw a patch that was a little out of place, right? Right now, now this is not to blame Chris Paul, right? Anyway, in, in a sense, a look, right? But I'm not putting, I'm not putting, I'm only putting maybe like a one percent blame on him because you should know. He was like, is, is GV on? You should have asked. Just maybe, right? But there was a GV patch on the jacket. Now. Only those who have known of, been to, or graduated from will know Grand Valley's logo. And so I go on my Facebook page, and one of my OGs has found the jacket. Now, she went on a whole Facebook <laughs> extravaganza about Grand Valley now becoming an HBCU, making it funny because Grand Valley is on this HBCU-inspired jacket with all these other HBCU patches, right? This is an HBCU-inspired <laughs> jacket in which a predominantly white institution's patch is on. Follow me. <laughs> so I see the jacket, and I'm like, I know that's not GB. <laughs> no. No, that's not you. And everybody that I know from my faculty and staff that I've that I've rocked with to um classmates to everybody, like that's GV's patch. And I'm like, wow. So I make a meme, right? I'm like, I didn't know Grand Valley State University was an HBCU and I, you know, put Chris Paul's picture. And as you see, the patch is right there, clear as day. Like you see GV on the right. And I'm like, yo, that is First of all, we have to blame the manufacturer of the jacket. Whoever manufactured this jacket just said fuck it when it came to that last patch. Did you not know any other HBCUs out here? You knew what Grand Valley was. You knew Grand Valley won the PWI. And I feel like the person who might have made this jacket might go to Grand Valley. And may not understand or may not... Uh, did his research, his or her research on all HBCUs. Because you could have put another HBCU in front of... Come on, bro. Or sis. Come on. Come on. Right? So, Grand Valley takes it a step further, right? And here's my thing. Don't cap. Right? Like, I can see if you make a funny out of it. Make a funny, you know, ha-ha, hee-hee, all that good stuff. But do not cap. And... As I love my alma mater to death, but my alma mater know it can cap sometimes. It knows it can cap. And what I mean by cap is that it can lie, right? And if nobody ain't going to say it, I'm going to say that shit. 
So they tweet out the picture, right? <laughs> and they like, you know, Chris Ball had a uh, HBCU jacket on. Obviously, we're not an HBCU. Duh! Stupid, no shit. You, we, we know that. Thanks. We, <laughs> we got that. We already knew that. But then it says, "Oh, we're partnering. We, we, we're, we're so glad to partner with Fort Valley University." which is an HBCU, and St. Augustine's, which is an HBCU. I said, I'm, I seen that on Twitter. So I actually saw one of my GV associates sent me that tweet through DM. And I looked at it and I said, ho, 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 ho. I said, we're not letting this slide. I said, we're, we're not. And this is probably why GV don't like me. And I'm cool with that. Right, because I'm not gonna let y'all cap like this. So what do I do? I do my job. Right, I do my <laughs> I do my job, right? I go to St. Augustine's website, I go to Fort Valley's website, and I go to Grand Valley's website. What partner? What are you partnering with? What partnership? Right? And I'm like, cause if Grand Valley knows it loves to make a statement when it partners, especially with minorities, particularly with black folks. So I'm like, if you really did this, I'm just putting it out here. And I know a lot of my black GV um, compadres <laughs> and minority compadres will sit here and, 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 and agree with me. If you partner with any HBCU, whether that be Howard, Clark, Atlanta, we talking... Um, uh, 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 Alabama a and we talking Florida a and then we, we talking. You understand what I'm saying? If you, Temple, if you ever partner with them, have the balls to partner with them, your black community, which is already as small as a damn grapefruit seed, would get even smaller. I'm not even joking with you. Because as, as great as my experience was at Grand Valley State University, because our, 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 our black community was so small, we were so close-knit. Yeah, we got into our little squabbles here and there and shit like that. But at the end of the day, we were so close that it felt like shit. When it came to, we was in a little HBCU clan type shit. We didn't have... What you know what I'm saying? What it was. Now, don't get me wrong, I definitely wanted to go to HBCU. However, the tuition was ridiculous and I wasn't getting no scholarships. Now I had a three five, three six. I just wasn't getting shit. So I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go with my money can afford. Right? But don't cap, Grand Valley. Don't cap on the HBC. I was like, Grant. Grand Valley Park, I'm looking on Google, everything. I said, what? Show me. I'm like, show me some receipts, and I'll shut the fuck up. You show me receipts, I'll shut the fuck up, but don't cap. Like that, I'm like, I know. People hit me up like, I know they just, I'm like, yeah. This is our school. And they think they can get, no, 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 no. You are a predominantly white institution that literally feeds White folks. Not saying that's bad, but understand where your place is. You're a Division II school that mostly caters to the white population. 
It doesn't cater to the black population. The black people that are in those positions of, 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 of even a little bit of power cater to us. Try their best too. But I can say on a lot of occasions, that was where I experienced racism at its core, at its finest, and made me understand how to travel in waters. I've already said, like, Grand Valley is one of the ultimate PWIs um, at, at a Division two level, right? It's like a smaller kind of size Yale. You understand what I'm saying? Princeton even, in a sense, right? Of how white people just, their their necks up at you, right? Because they just feel so superior. And then Grand Rapids in itself is, wow. It's such a, it caters to the white population, right? When Grand Rapids is literally becoming a minority melting pot as it grows, right? Because over the eight years that I've been there, I've seen it literally grow like more minorities coming to Grand Rapids. You understand what I'm saying? So it's always been that. So when you cap like that, it's like, I'm not going to let you slide with that. I got my degrees. I'm doing my work. I'm not going to let you slide with that shit. Because we want to see some receipts. Are you partnering with them for real? And if we get some representatives on the phone from St. Augustine's or Fort Valley, and they say, no, that's cap. Oh, then what the fuck are you saying? Don't lie like that. Don't do that. That's not cute. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't do that. Right? Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, let's talk before we get out of here. <laughs> I wonder, okay, so me and Bay are walking back from our date from Amy Roofs. Shout out to Amy Roofs, man. Um, we didn't stay in a restaurant because it was too noisy, too loud, and shit like that. Um, but the food was banging, right? Chicken wings, waffles, amazing. I'll go back. Um, but we on the way back home, we walking back home and shit. And I hear on the, this rapper, I don't know if he's from New York or whatever, but he's just rapping and shit. And he says this line, right? And he says, what did he say? I'm trying to say, bitch, eat me like a lunchable. Or the bitch ate me like a lunchable. Something like that, right? It said, bitch, eat me like a lunchable. And I and I jerked back and I said, who? And, and Bay was like, yeah, he said it. He said, I said, did he just say it? She said, yeah, he said that. He said it. And she was like, did, wait, she, she was like, did he say, like, I be eating bitches? I said, he didn't say I be eating bitches like Lunchables. He said, bitches be eating me. Bitches eat me like a Lunchable. And I said, so. <laughs> I was, y'all, when I was there, I was so confused. I was like, bitches. So are you saying they eat your ass? Are you saying they eat you like groceries? Like what? What are you saying? Right? Because usually when a rapper say suck my dick or bitches be sucking my dick, they'll make a clever line or just say bitches be sucking my dick. So I'm trying to I don't know. What? Bitches eat me like a lunch. And he's definitely getting his ass ate. That's not wow. He's dead. I can well listen, you do you, you know? I don't, I don't, I don't. Wow. That's 
You do you, bro. That's rap, huh? That's <laughs> new. Is this the new hip hop? We just, we just put it all out there like that, huh? The new hip hop, huh? That's the new hip hop. Just put it out there like bitches be eating me like lunch ones. You know? Like, you're just gonna put that in a song. Like, do you get respect when you say some shit like that? Or do you care? You know? In the hip hop game? Like, do you care if you hear some shit like that from a rapper? And you say some shit like that, do you say, oh, that shit fire? Or do you say, like, mm. <laughs> Like, I don't know. You know, I'm just, I, I don't know. I'm trying to piece this shit in my head. Like, what do you, what do you say? You know, like, like, I don't know. I, that, yeah, I don't know. But that's not my business. All right, y'all. Y'all be good. We out of here. Again, make sure y'all, um. If y'all want to interact with me some more, please come on our Patreon. We love being on here. This is my first week on here. It's been a great week. Uh, subscribe to us on our Patreon. Join our Patreon. Join the TAC family right now for $5. Uh, again, we'll be back uh, tomorrow um, on Thursday for our Q&A. That's exclusively on our Patreon live. So you can join that. Um, and if you have any questions, send it through a text uh, via text message. Uh, 313-479-7664. That is the TAC phone line so any um messages reviews that you have for our podcast please send them in any requests for music for the r&b and chill podcast send them in right there and there all right guys and we'll shout you out anonymously you can use an alias name you can give us our social media name whatever you want we, we got you all right we love you we appreciate you thank you to our patrons for being here um we will see you guys next week um live on patreon on monday uh, so if you want to interact with me, come on in on Monday. But audioly again, we'll just have this uh, regularly be out on Tuesday again. All right, Tuesday, 7 a.m. All right, I love you guys. Peace, love, and hair grease. Have a great, have a great weekend.